Hey guys, welcome back to Journey Footballers Podcast. This is episode 24, and today we're going to talk about how you can prepare and manage for a tournament. Yeah, um, so tournaments are fun, but they're also very uh, taxing on the body. So oftentimes, they'll be over two to three days, and you'll have like three or four games. Um, and obviously, it's not the healthiest thing for you, but you can't you can't change it because your team's playing in it. So... Um, we're going to give you some of our best tips on how we manage um, our bodies um, and how we like stay fit and ready to go for all the games um, when we have a tournament. Yeah, and why, why staying fit and prepared for these um, tournaments is so important is because, especially in the United States, this is mostly where coaches see you play. Um, once you get to the higher, higher levels, you go to tournaments so coaches can see you play. So... If you don't know where you're going yet or anything, to be at your best at these tournaments is key because it basically decides your future. Yeah, um, and actually, the last tournament we went to, um, a coach saw me, he emailed me, um, and then like we ended up talking, and he actually offered me a spot on the team. So, you know, these tournaments, they're not BS. Like, the coaches go to them to recruit. So, you know, you want to make sure you're healthy, you're fit, and you're ready to go, and you can perform your best at these because, again, like Joe said, they're very important, and they can be the next step in your career. Yeah, so now we're just going to go over a little bit of things you can do to prepare yourself to be at the maximum ability that you can possibly be at to prepare for these tournaments and play at the highest level that you can be. Yeah, uh, so first thing, obviously, is fitness. So playing two games in a day is obviously super taxing. So you want to make sure your body can handle it. So, you know, you need to make sure you're fit and you also need to make sure your muscles um, are fit as well. Not just aerobically, but, you know, you need to have enough strength to be able to last. So you're not like, so your legs aren't totally sore after the one game and you can't even run the next. Yeah, and the preparation for fitness it happens months in advance to the tournament. You can't go a week before a tournament, run some sprints, and say, I'm yeah. fit. That's not how it works. Like, you have to know when the tournament is, say, okay, am I fit enough to play three games in two days? If you believe you are, then just keep doing what you're doing. If you're not, ramp up the fitness, I'd say, at least three or four months ahead of time. <clears throat> yeah. Start going harder with the fitness and then work your way up to so that you know that you're at least 90 minutes ready to play. Yeah. And while doing that, you know, building up the strength of your legs and stuff like that. And what will, will also prepare you is having double sessions, having double days. So, you know, in the morning, have a have a training session and then, you know, rest similar to how you would in tournament. You'd have a game in the morning, rest, and then you have another game in the afternoon. So just take that. Instead of having games, just have training sessions. Um, and that will get your body used to, you know, working out vigorously twice in a day. Yeah, so the next thing we're going to talk about, um, I think this is the most important thing, is sleep. Um, if you're not getting the eight to nine hours of sleep at the end of the day of those tournaments, if you're hanging out with your friends on your team till late at night, your performance will suffer. Sleep is by far the most important aspect of recovery and you need it to perform at the level that you want to yeah um i would say at the absolute minimum seven hours but you really should be getting eight to nine so you know just make sure 
you know, if it's an away tournament and you're staying at a hotel, um, just make sure you try to get you and your teammates because you all want to perform well, you all want to play well so you can win the game. Make sure you try to get to bed as early as possible so you can get a good night's sleep. Um, another big, big, big thing is nutrition. So obviously playing two games in a day, you're burning an insane amount of calories. So you need to make sure you're getting in um, lots of calories, but not as you need. They need to be the right calories. It's not just you know let me have a milkshake. Yeah, let me go get some McDonald's after my game. Yeah. That's not gonna help you. <laughs> yeah, you you need to get the right calories in, but you need a lot. You need a lot of carbs. You need a lot of carbs. Um, obviously some proteins, um, and obviously a little bit of fat too. But um, one of the best things for recovery, in my opinion, is chocolate milk. Um, it's proven yeah. to be a great recovery. So. It's not that expensive, so just go to, like, um, a 7-Eleven or something. Get yourself, like, enough chocolate milk so that after each game you can have it to recover. Um, and that will help you greatly. But then you should be eating healthy foods at least minimum an hour after the match. You should be getting something into your body um, to help your muscles recover, um, restore glycogen, all that. Yeah, and, yeah, like Joe said, immediately after the game... Get some, either like a protein shake or a chocolate milk in. Um, and then like say an hour later after you've showered, recovered, then you can have, um, you know, a big meal to really recover from that game. Yeah, and like when we were younger and we went to tournaments, I would eat like horribly. I would just eat whatever. And like then once I started eating healthy, I saw the difference in my performance. Like oh, yeah. you just feel better all around. Yeah. Um. Like you're not as sore. You're not as groggy. Like sometimes, like even in the warm ups, I would get tired after like the second game, just like standing yeah. around. And now I'm like, okay, I could play two games pretty easily, to be honest. Yeah, because you you when back then, like when we didn't eat the best, like we felt bloated and just disgusting. Yeah. Before our second game. Um, and another tip, in between games, so say you have a game in the morning and then a game in the afternoon, I would suggest keeping it light, keeping um, you know the, the amount of food you eat light so you can stay light, so you don't feel bloated, so you don't feel heavy during the game. Um, that's just a preference I have, and I don't know, it works really well for me, and I think it works for, for Joe too. And yeah. then after your second game, that's when you can have a bigger meal because you won't be exercising. Like, if we have, like, a game 7 in the morning, I'll have a big, big dinner the night before. Yeah. Then have a light breakfast, um, like, maybe two eggs, something, like, really light. Um, play, then eat a lot so that I'm, I know I'm ready for the next game. Yeah. Um, another recovery technique, um, you know... Obviously, nutrition and sleep are going to be the most important. Um, but you also have foam rolling, water immersion, and stretching. So what I like to do after tournaments, depending on, like, if I have a bathtub available um, or a shower, I'll do, like, a contrast shower oh, or yeah. I'll do, like, a cold bath, um, depending on, again, how my legs are feeling. Sometimes I'll just go foam roll. Um, and then we usually do something with the team. And that involves walking, which is actually really helpful. Some active recovery. So if you can get out and get your legs moving, that will be better than staying in your bed because you're so tired. Trust yeah. me on that. And um, I remember the last tournament that we played at, which was a while ago, 
um, like, the team couldn't get together for some reason, so I went down to the gym and did, like, 15 minutes on the bike, stretch, foam rolled, um, then went back up to my room and did some uh, water immersion like Dan was talking about. So I'll just take you guys through what I do real quick. I just take a shower. I take a hot shower. Then I get out, turn the water to freezing cold, hop back in for, I'd say, about two minutes, and repeat that about three times. So two minutes hot water, two minutes cold, two, uh, and then three times. And it's it's great for your body. Yeah. It's so good. You feel so refreshed after. But I just want to say, end on the warm. To bring your muscles back to normal temperature, just keep them uh, loose. Um, don't end on the cold. Um, yeah. So, <clears throat> like we said, just to recap, make sure you're preparing months in advance with your fitness, um, you know, your strength. And obviously, you know, building up to being able to play two games in advance. Before the tournament, um, you want to carb load. So get a lot of carbs on board the night before because obviously you're burning a ton of calories. You need to be staying hydrated at all times. So have water on hand, um, you know, all the time during the tournament. Um, recover well. Water merchants, foam roll, stretch. Get some active recovery in. Walking, getting on the bike whatever you can, and obviously sleeping um, eight to nine hours, which is absolutely vital. Um, so, yeah, hopefully that guy, that helps you guys out. Yeah, and um, we, me and Dan actually have a tournament coming up next weekend, and I think I'm going to take you guys through what one day is like for both of us. Um, we'll film some stuff, and you can find that video on our Instagram at Journey Footballers. Yeah, um, we'll do a vlog of it. Yeah, and that should be really helpful for you guys. Um, we hope you guys enjoyed, and we'll see you on the next one. Hey guys, welcome back to Journey Footballers Podcast. This is episode 25, and um, today we're going to be giving you guys our top 10 pieces of advice for you if you want to pursue your career in football. Yeah, um, so the first five are going to be, um, you know, more like life advice and I guess motivational per se, and then the second five are going to be more towards like soccer and what you should be doing um, in terms of training um, and how your lifestyle should be. Um, so, Joe, why don't you start us off with the first one? Yes, so the first one for the quote-unquote motivational part of it will be um, ask yourself why you're doing it and is it the right de- um, right decision and right reasons. Um, if you half-heartedly go into like pursuing your dreams of becoming a professional football player, you're not going to succeed because there will be people working 10 times harder than you and it's just kind of a waste of time, to be honest, for yourself. So you have to ask yourself, am I actually going to do this? Why am I doing this? Is it for me, for someone else? Because it should be for you and you only. So, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, you got to ask yourself, do you really want it? Um, or is it just, you know, for for your friends or for your parents who said you couldn't do it? So you just got to make sure it's for the right reasons. And if it is for the right reasons, um, you know, you'll find yourself working extremely hard and you know you'll eventually get there because it is for the right reasons um all right second one stay patient that this is huge um not just in football but in life you know all good things take time as most of you probably heard um but you know staying patient with your training staying patient with 
whatever it may be in life, like you just, you just got to keep grinding, um, keep going and just chip away at your goal. It's not going to come overnight. Um, so, you know, you just got to keep going. Um, and then, you know, you'll eventually get there. Yeah. I mean, we're 17, 18 years old right now and we're not near our pro career yet, to be honest. We're both a couple years away. Um, but we're going to continue to work as hard as we possibly can in that time period. So when the time comes, we're ready for it. Um, and that's like a big part. You just got to stay patient throughout that that whole journey. Yeah, and consistency is key, obviously. Um, we've been consistently training for, I don't know, maybe three or four years. And the amount of improvement we've had is is crazy. So, you know, you take that and then you, you f- fast forward three or four years and you know, to see where we'll be in four years, um, you know, is going to be huge. So you just got to stay consistent. Yeah. Okay. So number three, um, block out the noise. Um, this is such a big thing. There will be so many people in your life that tell you, oh, you can't do this. Um, this is a waste of time. This is stupid. Why are you doing this? And you just have to block it all out. Know why you're going to do everything that you want to do and have a reason behind it and you'll be fine and you don't have to prove to anyone anything. <laughs> Yeah, remember, it's your life, so if you're going to let other people dictate um, your life, I mean, that's a pretty stupid concept if you think about it. Yeah, um, definitely. And both of us have had multiple, you know, even family members, too. Like, I personally have had family members, yep. like, not think that I can do it, and, like, you know, the way I eat, they're like, why are you doing this? Like, it's stupid, like, making fun of me, and, like, you know, you have you have your peers, like, your friends at school, like making fun of you and stuff, but, you know, you just, it's something that you got to deal with if you're, you know, going to be chasing something, um, you know, out of the ordinary. Worth it. Yeah. yeah. All right, next, we have, um, so this is more like attitude, so you should want to train and work out, like, the majority of the time. This goes back, this kind of relates to number one, like, are you doing it for the right reasons? Like, because if you're doing it for yourself, I would say eight to nine out of times out of ten, you're gonna want to be training and working out. Um, and obviously, everyone has off days where yeah. you don't feel like training. Like, per, yeah, obviously we've had those, but you got to rely on your discipline to you know get yourself out there um, and remind yourself why you're doing it in the first place. And if it is for the right reasons, then you'll find yourself um, at the field. So. Yeah, and I I suggest finding like. Uh, like someone to train with because that not only does it help you get better because two always is better than one in my opinion but it also kind of pushes you like me and dan we train almost every day together and sometimes we get like hype before the training session like the energy's good and stuff so that really helps a lot because when it's just you like you only have you to talk to and that could kind of get a little you know repetitive repetitive so yeah always try and switch up your training also yeah, um, one thing that helps me a lot is, like, say, for instance, if Joe can't train one day because he's, <clears throat> he's hurt or he's super sore or whatever, or vice versa, like, I always try to find someone else to train with because it's a lot more enjoyable. Like, if they're your friend, you can, you know, make jokes while still training hard. Um, and, you know, 1v1 training can get boring and tedious. Like, there's only so much you can do on your own, so... Like Joe said, finding a partner can definitely help with um, training and improving. Yeah, and if you, every day, you just you just say, oh, I don't want to do this. I don't want to go to team training even. 
it's you should stop playing like because if it's not enjoyable to you why are you doing it like i'm sure there's something else you can find in life that you like to do yeah it has to be fun and obviously while you're training some training you're doing isn't necessarily the the most enjoyable but you should be enjoying most of it um i personally love training like i don't like doing fitness but yeah after though it's such a good feeling when you like completed something and that's yeah. that's my favorite part of training in general yeah like seeing the progress we've made is such a satisfying thing to feel it's motivated it motivates you yeah too